Okay, hello everybody, and welcome back to another Tea Talks with Tiffany episode. Um, This episode is actually a little bit different than normal episodes. I am currently actually, um, so I'm filming it, so I have a video version, and I am recording it at the same time. Um, So, if you're watching this then I will be doing my makeup as I'm talking to you guys. And if you're listening, then I'll just be talking to you guys while I'm doing my makeup. You just won't see it. So today's episode is a little bit different. I actually don't have tea with me today. I have been drinking smoothies a lot and I finished a smoothie before I decided to sit down. Another thing I wanted to say before I started talking and rambling and doing my makeup is that I had a tooth extracted, um, I want to say like three days ago. So first of all, if you're watching this, my face might still look a little like swollen, at least one side of it. Um, and another thing is I might, I don't know if it, I sound different or not, but my teeth are sitting differently because it was a back molar. And so my teeth are going to shift a little bit. So yeah, it's been a rough three or four days so far. I've eaten nothing but soft foods like um, jello and pudding and all sorts of soft foods. Um, Yeah, smoothies especially. I ended up buying a Nutribullet actually and so I've been like going ham with the smoothies and one thing I actually made not yesterday morning but the day prior I made a frozen coffee drink. It was really, really good. It was like I went to Tim Hortons or Starbucks and got like a frappe or something. Um, So anyway, that is that. Um, Today's podcast, I really don't have a specific topic currently on the top of my head. I just wanted to talk. And whatever, you know, I say, I say, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's why last, this past week, excuse me, I did not have a podcast because that same exact day is when I got my tooth extracted and it was not planned. I had 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 an abscess on my tooth for probably like two weeks I was dealing with this abscess and it just got to the point where I couldn't wait any longer and I tried calling my dentist to see if they could take a look at it. Um, but it's been snowing a bunch here. So my dentist was closed that day. So I ended up just, I thankfully had a referral to get my wisdom teeth extracted. And so since I had a referral, they went ahead and did surgery and took it out that day. So, I guess today I wanted to talk, I think one of the big things I kind of wanted to talk about was like um, insecurities and like having confidence and being confident in yourself. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start doing my makeup though. So if you're watching me right now, I'm using one of these like rollers and I'm putting some serum on my face. So that's what is going to be happening. Um. But so anyway, insecurities, whether it be that you're single and you have insecurities, 
or whether it be that you are in a relationship and you might be jealous or have insecurities. Um, For me, I noticed, and I think most relationships will probably say the same thing, after your first year in a relationship, you kind of start to settle down and realize like, I don't need to be insecure about these things. This person has stuck around for a year. Um, I feel like you kind of get more comfortable in your own skin. Um, But also, after the first year, before you start realizing that, hey, I don't need to be worrying about these things, you also might be experiencing, which is what I've experienced, but I've gotten over and I'm still getting over, um, oh, I've gained weight, you know, being in a relationship, you kind of get content and you might be eating out more often, like from when you guys would go on dates all the time in the beginning. And so now you're kind of settling down and you might not be eating out as much. And you kind of realize I fell off of my self care journey. I fell off of taking care of myself for a while and that's completely normal. Um, So that's kind of what I felt for like a month or so, and I still kind of feel it, but I also look in the mirror and I realize, first of all, how amazing our bodies are. How, especially like the fact that you can give birth to another human being. Like you have an entire human being come out of your vagina, like your body, goes through the stressful times with you it's very flexible and I don't that I don't mean that in like a literal like oh you're very flexible like you have a lot of flexibility in your skin I mean like she adjusts and she adapts you know like our bodies through quarantine um some people chose to take this time and get really fit and I'm proud of you if you're one of those people excuse me but for myself I'm one of those people that this quarantine I feel like really affected my mental health like big time I deal with anxiety and depression as you guys know and we weren't being as active you know we were stuck inside most days and even things like going to the park kind of were iffy at one point like should you wear a mask while you're walking around at the park around you know your track like there just there have been a lot of changes over the past year and a lot of changes that involve us literally just to stay home and watch tv and you know stay safe so I myself combined with kind of being in a semi new relationship gained, I want to say probably 10 or 15 pounds, which really isn't that much, you know, in the grand scheme of things. I started, I was like beating myself up. I was like, oh my God, like I'm getting weight, but I bet you I'm the only one that really notices that I actually gained weight. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you look in the mirror and you, you see your flaws, but you know, other people don't most of the time. So no matter how much weight you may or may not have gained, you know, like realize that your body 
is amazing and can go with you through those stressful times. Um, they go through you or they, they're with you when you're at your healthiest. Um, I remember like my senior year of high school, I probably, in my freshman year of college, I was probably the healthiest, like, and that's not too far away from where I'm at right now, which is pretty good. I think, um, for a little bit, I think at least for me personally, I think my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I was a little chunky. Um, and that had a lot to do with me and the situation I was in. My parents were going through a divorce and it was a really unhealthy situation. Um, we weren't eating healthy. And, you know, I just think that has a lot to do with it. And that weight has been extremely hard to burn off especially since it hasn't been like an ongoing journey for me. Like I haven't been committed the whole time. I've fallen off here and there, which is totally normal. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so your insecurities, you know, like shit happens. Um, you'll fall off. You'll get back up. Like it's okay to feel these feelings and your feelings are valid and I think that's something that needs to be said more um because we're in this society which is um, like amazing we're in this society nowadays where like all body types are accepted I mean obviously it's still a struggle um but body types are looked at as to be beautiful no matter what you are and I think that's amazing but also we're not talking about how normal it is to feel these certain ways about your body, you know, especially if you're a woman. I mean, even if you're a guy, like, guys don't have to have abs and be ripped, you know, like, that's just such a typical, like, you don't have to be super fit. Like, personally, I'd like a good dad bod, not gonna lie. So, I mean... And my boyfriend always tells me, you know, it's just, I guess, more to hold on to, you know, like, so I think after your first year, if you're in a relationship, um, after your first year, you kind of realize, like, it's normal. Um, and if you want to get back into being healthy, that's okay. Like, that's perfectly fine. You know, like, when you're in a relationship, you should be able to focus on yourself and your partner, you know? There's a time and place for you and then there's a time and place for both of you. So it's totally normal to feel that way. Um, But also on the flip side, if you are single and you're feeling insecure during this time um, or just in general you feel insecure, that's totally normal. Like that doesn't reflect like First of all, we all have insecurities, you know. Um, That's why I always try and be pretty nice to people, like super nice. Um, I will say, if you like fuck with me, I'm gonna, you know, obviously like... I used to be the kind of person to just be like ignore it. And I I am still like that. But if you push me far enough, you know, I'm, I'm really nice until you get on my bad side. But I'm always trying to be nice to people because you never know what they're going through. You know, even if you think you know what they're going through, you don't. 
most of the time we only know a snippet about somebody's life, you know. And I know that firsthand because in high school, I didn't tell a whole lot of people that my parents were going through a divorce, you know, like only close friends knew. And I was part of the band in high school. So, you know, obviously I'm pretty sure most people in the band knew, but you don't know what people are going through. No matter what age you are, you're always going through something, you know, like, so just be nice to people, treat people the way you want to be treated or better, you know, like, um, so yeah, if you're single, like, if you really are unhappy with the way you look, then come up with a game plan. Come up with like, okay, I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to start eating healthier. You know, just everybody's got to start somewhere, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, And if you're happy with how you look, then you're happy with how you look. You know, like that's, and that's another thing, like with girls in high school, especially for me for a little bit, I literally wanted to be skinny. And I actually, I absolutely hate the whole, like, saying, like, I know a lot of girls say it nowadays, like, oh my god, skinny legend. First of all, to me, that is super annoying. I absolutely hate some of the sayings that people say nowadays in today's society because it contradicts other things in today's society. Like, you're praising somebody for being skinny? How about you praise them for being healthy? You know, I would much much rather be healthy than be super, super skinny, you know? And if you are super, super skinny, that's okay too. Like you shouldn't, I just feel like saying, um, skinny legend, excuse me, is not appropriate. You know what I mean? Like same thing with Oh my god, like, she's so, like, I don't even know if there's a saying, but just, like, saying thick, which is a body type, so I guess, but, like, I feel like we praise it so much, like, and it's so sad because I've seen people that I know be like, well, I feel less of a girl because I don't have a butt or I don't have boobs, and that's not okay, you know, like, we're in a society where we either want that full figure or we want to be super skinny. And I think we all just need to be like, look, as long as I'm healthy, it shouldn't matter. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like we take it to the next extreme sometimes and that's not okay. Um, but Also, if you guys are watching me and I'm doing my makeup, I'm literally just, like, doing my foundation right now. And if it looks a little darker, I think it's because I've gotten... I have a, um... A slight, um, like, fake tan on me still, so I picked a foundation today that was a little bit darker. Um, so yeah. But anyway, back to insecurities. Um... Let's talk about guys and their insecurities. And I've looked at, like, viewers. um, Oh, my goodness. Excuse me. 
I've looked at like the statistics on who wa- or listens to my podcasts and not many are men I don't think but for the few that are let's talk about you so insecurities I feel like a lot of men have a lot of insecurities um, because of growing up and being told that you are supposed to be manly like you know suck it up don't show your emotions and that's not okay it's not at all okay and we are still I feel like this is such a big issue and hopefully that cycle gets broken within the next few generations having more guys be more emotional and this is something that's even hard for my boyfriend um jack is a very caring person um when you get to know him like he's very sweet and loving um but he has a very hard time opening up about certain things sometimes he has a very hard time like he has to be in a certain mood to be like emotional about things and it takes a lot like and this is not healthy um but he's only cried like twice the whole time I've known him and I feel like with guys like that's not healthy you know like you don't great if you really are truly happy all the time and you like don't need to cry fine but it's normal for people to cry it's normal to show emotions and you're not less of a man if you cry you know like I just hate that because we need and oh my gosh if you're a Republican well first of all if you're a Republican you're probably not listening to my podcast (laughs) if you are kudos to you um (laughs) but In my opinion, I think we need softer generations in the future because you hear the saying, oh, well, these generations are so soft and they don't have to work for anything and blah, 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 blah. First of all, it's not that we don't have to work for anything because trust me, a bitch, me, I moved out at 18 and been working hard, okay? Like, haven't taken a vacation five years. I know I'm only 20, but like last time I took a vacation was probably when I lived with my parents. And the 40 hour work week is absolutely terrible. I find myself working 40 hours a week and still not being able to pay my bills at times. Like it's not normal. You know, that's not okay. That should not be a thing. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying. These older generations, I feel like, and you know what? Some of it is not their fault. It's just how they grew up. Like, me and Jack's grandmother have gotten into it some, like, a few times because she is just such a, like, old school, this is how it is type of person. And I have to remind myself, she's how old? This is the, you know, that's the era, the time frame she grew up in. But it's our job to change that in the future, you know, like, um, but 
it's just, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's our job to break that cycle um, and just bring more emotionally intelligent, more emotionally aware, um, more like healthy emotional habits to the future, if that makes sense. Um, it's just, I think that's our duty. Like, <laughs> we have so many broken homes today. Like, why are we listening to this older generation when 90% of us have divorced parents? 90% of us come from broken homes and families that do not get along worth a damn. And you know what? If you are one of those people that still have your parents together, that you live a pretty normal, whatever normal may be, you live a pretty decent life where you see your relatives from time to time, your family gets along, you have family reunions. I mean, obviously everyone's going to have issues, but if your parents are still together and they seem like they have a pretty healthy relationship, you're very lucky because, like I said, I feel like a lot of us don't. And a lot of us did not and still don't have good role models to look up to when it comes to what love should look like. Um, like, I find myself a lot of the times, like, wondering well, why, and I'm not saying that don't listen to your parents, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is develop your own thought process because... If I would have listened to my parents on everything, I wouldn't be my own person. I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Because every little decision you make affects your whole life. <clears throat> and that's so crazy to think. Because I'm a person, I think about every little decision that I make so thoughtfully. And it's almost bad because I overanalyze everything instead of just doing it. Instead of just going for it sometimes, I overanalyze everything. But we, I feel like, you know, in the 80s, like, that generation was just, I don't know. They tell us we were bad, but some of the shit they did in the 80s, I'm like, whew, okay. Um... I mean, we're talking about, like, the generation that had a problem with, like, you know, the whole AIDS. Like, what? <laughs> I know that sounds really shitty, and I'm not saying we shouldn't, like, respect our elders and respect, you know, your parents and stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is there's a cycle, a terrible cycle that needs to be broken. And when it comes to love and that kind of thing, maybe this is just from me speaking from my personal experience. My opinion's not always right. It's an opinion for a reason. But I just don't think most of us had very good role models to look up to when it came to love and what relationships should look like, whether that be a romantic relationship or just healthy friendships, healthy relationships with your parents. Like, most of us did not have that, and it's really, really sad. And, you know, you wonder why the divorce rate is so high, because... I feel like we don't, first of all, we're not patient enough. Um, and I'm going to get judged for this, and I think I've probably mentioned it in, like, a previous podcast before. Just how 
I'm at that age where I'm starting to see friends getting married. I'm starting to see, you know, friends getting engaged and having kids. And first of all, what I want to know is how are you motherfuckers supporting another child which if you have another child kudos to you no no diss like everything happens for a reason everybody's life is different and you know that's fine but personally looking on it i can barely take care of myself so kudos to you if you have a child um but i just i could not see myself having a kid but anyway back to the point of it my point is I just feel like we see, like, I, I, personally, I live in a very small town, and it's not, like, super, super small, because I've been to smaller towns, but it's pretty small, and the typical thing to do when you get out of high school is to get married, have a kid, you know, have a decent job, and then, boom, you're done with your life, pretty much, which is kind of sad, in my opinion. Because there's so much to do. Like, so many places to travel. I mean, so many experiences to experience. And it's just, I feel like everybody just... I feel like we settle a lot. We settle. And hell, I'm probably settling. You don't know. Which I guess is the point of what I'm saying. Kind of. I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) But... I just feel like that's like the typical pattern around town. Small towns is, first of all, your last name matters. You don't have a very popular last name. Uh, You know, like you're not, you don't matter. (laughs) As shitty as that sounds. Like if you don't have a good chunk of land, you don't matter. And I found that out firsthand when I lived in McConnellsville with my boyfriend where he grew up, which, first of all, not saying that I had a terrible experience there because people were very, very kind to me and I got two jobs, you know, like I'm very blessed because finding work in rural areas like that is very hard. Um... So, I thankfully found two jobs, and people were very, very nice, but I was waitressing at a bar, and if your last name is not, and I'm not going to say last names, but if you don't have a particular last name, people aren't going to tip you over the top, you know, you're just going to get the bare minimum, or if they don't know you personally, you know, like, they're just going to tip you the normal amount. And that was kind of my luck. And it didn't have any reflection on my work ethic or who, like, how I waitressed or who I was as a person. Like, how how friendly I was because I was a very good waitress, in my opinion. Um, it just all came down to living in that small town. So, <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is expand your thought process especially if you live in a small town don't limit yourself to just staying in that small town you know like 
don't do it. It's, I mean, and you know, if you want to settle down and have a family, that's perfectly fine. Because for a while, and I, part of me still wants to do that. And I, you know, that's obviously going to be, but for me personally, I want to finish my, to get my college degree. I want to start paying off debt before I have a child, you know, like I want to maybe see the world a little bit and then settle down somewhere and have a kid, you know, like have a family, maybe not just have a kid, but (laughs) you get what I'm saying. But I just feel like we're in, (laughs) we're like, especially if you live in small towns, like that's just, that's the way of life. Like (laughs) you just, you go through life and that's, I don't know where I was going with it. Um, (laughs) I really don't. And that sounds bad, but I'm like rambling. Um, anyway, if you're watching this, I just got done doing my eyebrows. I'm like going really slow because I'm talking while I'm doing it and I'm not used to talking while I do it. So I apologize about that. Um, but I think it looks pretty good so far. Um, yeah. And yeah. So anyway, Pretty much, I want to talk about, you know, just insecurities and getting over them and living through them because there's this one song, and if I could stop recording the video and look up the song really quickly, I would, but I think it's called Go Through It. I cannot remember who it's by, but I shit you not, I heard this song, like I was shopping, I think I was shopping in the mall. And it came on in some store. And I just, like, I really liked the way it sounded. It was very kind of, like, it reminded me of, like, John Mayer. Very kind of, like, relaxed. And so I, like, had my phone on me. And I was like, Siri, what is this song? And so I downloaded it. And when I got in my car, like, because, honestly, I wasn't listening to the words when I was in the store. But when I got in the car, I played it. And then when I actually listened to the words, it was like, I actually started crying because it was talking about, you can't get around things in life. You have to go through it. No matter, you know, no matter what it is, you have to go through those things. There's no way around it because even if you get around it, you know, at one point in your life, you're going to have to probably go through it again at another point in your life. So if I find that song, like after this recording and video, I will definitely link it in the description of this podcast because I I just, it's dear to my heart now, and I'd never heard of that artist before, and he has a pretty decent voice, at least I think, so, also, sorry if you hear squeaking, I'm going to open a drawer, (laughs) Um, but... Sorry if you, like, hate the way this podcast is going because it's not, like, a normal podcast and I kind of am, like, a little bit all over the place and I'm just talking and rambling. Maybe that might not be your thing. I apologize. But, um, so for me personally, I want to kind of talk about my insecurities. I mean, you obviously know one, my weight, um, And I've been working out more, eating a lot healthier, not eating as many carbs. Um, And I'm not, like, on a diet. 
Uh, first of all, I don't know if I believe in diets. I have not done enough research to know if they really are healthy for you because <clears throat> my general consensus around diets is they work for a little bit. And then if you stop doing the diet, you probably just gain that weight back. You know, if you, I mean, it's just like if you stop working out, if you have a lower metabolism, you might gain some weight back like I did. That's, that's my thing. I feel like I have a low metabolism because <clears throat> I feel like I don't eat super unhealthy. <clears throat> I know my body's limits. When I eat something bad, I feel gross. Like that's my body telling me like, you know, it doesn't want that. Like that's not, <laughs> for me, I know my limits. I don't just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, if that makes sense. So, with all that being said, I guess, another insecurity of mine <clears throat> is, let's talk about college. So, when I graduated high school, first of all, I was not, like, the smartest cookie, but I also was not stupid. Personally, I just think I didn't push myself. I had a lot going on in high school. First of all, dealing with parents that went through a divorce. Um, my sophomore year, I almost failed because, well, that's a whole nother story, but pretty much my mother is psycho and took us out of school, lied to us, and I missed all my finals and almost failed. So, long story short, <laughs> um, so, me, personally, I did not come from a family where I had a very good role model when it came to love. Um, but, let's talk about college. So, I graduated high school. My GPA probably was not the greatest. I will say my junior and senior year was better. Um, I didn't do too hot in, like, one or two classes my junior, senior year. But, you know, I didn't fail any classes in high school ever. Um, and for me, like failure, I had never had to experience that until I got to college, which also was a big like life lesson. But like I said, let's talk about college. Um, so I went into college right after high school because first of all, it was kind of ingrained in me, like that's what you do. Like you go to college right after you get a hot out of high school or else it's really hard to go back it's da 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 you know it's not smart to take a gap year and so yeah first of all i want to say that's a lot of horse manure because if you, first of all if you have like supportive parents and stuff like you're really lucky <laughs> but and I don't recommend going to college if you are not, like, pretty, like, set on what you want to do in life. I mean, obviously, go to college if you know you want to go to college, like, but you don't know what for. If you go in undecided, you can take a variety of classes to figure out what you want to go in for, what you want to de declare your major as. So if, like, I just don't like the whole concept of, oh, don't go, don't take a skip year or a gap year 
Because if you don't know if you want to attend college and you don't know if you want to be an electrical, you know, like person or you don't know if you want to be a plumber or like because we need those jobs too, you know, like teach your kids about blue collar jobs. Like it's not all white collar. We need a mix. So don't just like go to college because that's what you're told to do. Really think about what you want out of life. Think about the lifestyle you want to live. Think about what you find interesting. Um, Because if you go to college and then you realize, you know what, college isn't for me, you have this debt now, you know, like, unless you're very lucky and you had like a full ride and you don't have any student loans or any personal loans to pay back, that's amazing. But most people are not, you know, that fortunate and you will have some sort of debt and it's just not worth it. So I did a very, very like backwards college journey and I don't know why, but I did. Um, so my parents, my dad was like, okay, well you have to move out at 18. Like my dad kind of old school and me and my dad also did not get along in high school very well. Like I tried, you know, but We just butted heads a lot. I think we were kind of so alike in certain aspects that it, that we argued a lot. Um, But I also realized still to this day, and I know I'm only 20 and I'll probably mature even more than what I am now. And I'll look back on this day five years from now and be like, what are you talking about? You know, like. But for me today, even after three years of living out on my own, I needed the freedom. I needed that. Like, that is what I needed. And that was something that my dad did not give me very much of. And I didn't experience things that other kids experienced. And I just kind of stayed in my own bubble when I was in high school. I knew the band kids, hung out with the band kids. Um, you know, like that was just kind of my click. I knew the choir kids. I hung out with the choir kids. And if I have to say, and I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday, if I could go back in time and go back to high school again, I would probably just expand who my friend group were because, you know, and if you're a band person and you were with me in high school, this is no judgment towards anyone specifically (laughs) because there are a lot of you that I really like and to this day still talk to. But also, there's a very big majority of people that I just don't like. Like, I just don't associate with them anymore. I don't talk to them. And it's just, I wish I would have expanded my friend group a lot more in high school because... I feel like I would have just realized, like, wow, like, there's, there's, people are a lot nicer than you think, and I probably just would have had a lot of different experiences in high school and wouldn't have been as, like, sheltered when I got to college, um, because then when I got to college, I kind of went a little haywire and went wild, which is normal, you know, but I don't know. I guess everything happens for a reason. But anyway, I went to college. I went to Marietta College for a year. Um, I was, like, really, really loving it. And then money, money started, like, causing problems. I was working two jobs, maybe three. 
I can only think of two right now, but I feel like I was working another one. But I was working at a McDonald's. That was my primary job, which is not fun. I, I, I worked there in high school. I had kept that job. It was like right up the street from my college. So I worked at McDonald's and then I had a campus job and I was working in admissions um, doing like telemarketing for the alumni, asking for donations, which first of all, if you've ever had to do that, it's really difficult because Marietta College is so expensive. Nobody wants to put in any more money than they already have. So I would get hung up on all the time. But anyway, so I was working two jobs and then Obviously, I'm a very, like, I feel like I'm very well-rounded. I stepped out of my comfort zone of just band and choir. And I was in, first of all, I was in band, I was in choir, but I also joined the dance team. And that was something that I had never done before, but always wanted to do. Um, and I pushed myself. I learned how to dance. I was not the greatest. And a lot of times I got embarrassed from it, but I was learning, you know. And I will say there was a little bit of judgment from the dance instructor I could tell and I just I'm glad that I didn't do it anymore because I did not like her very well and I hope you know if somebody's listening to this I hope you don't go back and be like well she doesn't like you because even if you do I don't really care you know like I but I I was pressing myself I wasn't the traditional like skinny like dancer like I wasn't a size two I didn't have much experience I didn't you know like, there were some girls in that class that, like, were, like, danced with the Rockettes and stuff. Like, it, it was kind it was very intimidating, but it was also the first year of the dance team at Marietta College. So, I pushed myself, and I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. You know, even looking back, even if I was embarrassed at times when I couldn't get the dance moves down like everybody else, I pushed myself, and I liked it. I, I liked it. It was very fun. So, I was in band, choir, the dance team, having two jobs, and then also having to, you know, obviously do schoolwork, and then in, in the midst of it all, try and sleep. Um, and the reason I was working two jobs is because I had an extremely high payment to the college every month for some reason. I don't know why, because... There were other people that I knew that were kind of in the same boat as me, but they didn't have to pay anything, like, right away. For me, I had to pay everything, like, right away, and it really, really bothered me. Um, but, you know, the college squeezed every penny out of me they could. So, but, like, I was paying, like, $400 to the college every month as, like, a monthly payment. Um, it, it was terrible. <laughs> like... And that's why I was working two jobs, because not only was I trying to pay the college, but I had car insurance, I had a phone bill, like, you know, you have to pay gas to put in your car to go back and forth from work, which thankfully it was right up the street, so sometimes, most times, if I had enough time, I would walk to work, especially when it would snow out, I did not want to drive my car in that. Um, but so like, I was very, very busy my first year of college, but then, you know, money started happening and I would have to go talk to financial aid all the time where I was like, well, um, you guys have payment plans, you know, that type of thing. It just got to be too stressful and I was drained. I worked myself so hard. Like 
I was just so drained. I needed to take time off and figure out if I wanted to continue to go to Marietta College and rack up all this debt or if I wanted to figure out what else was, you know, some, a better option for me so I didn't have to work as much. So I took a whole year off. It was only going to be a semester at first, but I ended up taking a whole year off because, first of all, something on my car broke and the money that I had started saving up to, you know, take back to college with me ended up going towards fixing my car. And then I ended up meeting someone and that someone is the person that I'm with today. So in my opinion, everything happens for a reason. Whether I'm with this guy five years from now or I'm not, things happen for a reason. Um, But so I took a year off and then Jack and I were like, we need to go to school, you know, because he had taken a year off. He didn't go right away to college. He took a year off after high school. He's a year younger than me. So he took a year off and so did I, but we were, you know, we're one year apart. So I had that a little bit of college experience, but he didn't. So we both pushed ourselves and now we are at Washington state. Um, and I really like it. Um, I mean, obviously it's gonna, It's a little different with COVID going on. Everything's online. Um, but my, I don't have to like pay a dime to the college out of pocket. Like my financial aid covers everything. And I'm also getting VA benefits now because my dad actually ended up getting a hundred percent disabled finally through the VA. Um, so that's really helping me out. I know that's a little personal, but since we're talking about college and finances and that kind of thing, I wanted to bring that into the mix and talk about it. Um, But so pretty much like that, I had a very like different journey and pretty much my year at Marietta College did doesn't really count because if you go from a community college to a university, almost 100% of your, you know, I think actually all of your credits you've taken will transfer. Um, But I went from a university to a community college for some reason, not everything transfers. So I still have to take a whole nother year at Washington State, which really bothers me um, because that's going to be even more debt that I get into. Even if I don't have to pay it out of pocket, I'll eventually have to pay back. Um, But, you know, everyone's path is different. So if someone is like telling you, oh, don't take a year off, if you don't even know if you want to go to college, just take a year off, you know, figure what out... (laughs) Figure out what you want to do, what looks interesting to you. There's nothing wrong with working a blue-collar job at all. Um, But I know, like, we just covered a lot of stuff, but, like, that's an insecurity for me. Is not – for me, when I finally get my associate's degree, all my friends will be getting their bachelor's, and that really bothers me. Um, But – and I'm learning for it to not bother me because, in the end, I won't have as much debt as them – And there's nothing wrong with getting just an associate's because most people nowadays don't give a rat's ass what your degree is in as long as you have a degree. Some people, you know, most people actually don't even end up having a job in the degree that they got, you know. So I keep telling myself that it doesn't really matter in the end. But that's an insecurity of mine other than weight. So if you're dealing with an insecurity about school. I'm right there with you, but know that 
everybody's journey is different. You know, there are people that have a loss in the family and have to stop going to school because of that, you know, and they go back and they finish strong. Everybody's journey is different and don't be insecure. Don't be like, well, I'm not going to be as successful as them and blah, 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 blah. Because like I said, I'll say it once and I'll say it again. I'll say it till the day I die. Everybody's success looks different. Um, It just does. I mean, for one person, successful could be having a decent sized house with a car that runs and being able to take a vacation every once in a while. Another person's success might be owning, you know, a bunch of properties and renting them out. Or another person's success might look like having a huge house and having a like a really, really nice car, you know. Or somebody's success might just look like I am just trying to get through the day. I'm just trying to pay off my student loans, you know. Everybody's success is different and it doesn't matter in the end. It really doesn't. Um... But yeah, so that's another insecurity of mine. I'm trying to think of more because I know I have more, but obviously I'm sitting here talking and so then my head goes blank for some reason. Um, But let's see, let's see, let's see. I guess another insecurity of mine is for me being in a relationship, um... I feel like I'm missing out on experiencing things in my 20s. And I experienced a lot at 18 when I went to college, you know. I was a little wild child, um, but I reeled it in. Um, But I feel like I'm still missing experiences because I'm in a relationship. I, I, I don't really care But sometimes it kind of hits me like, oh, you are missing out on like, I don't even know. Like you're just missing out on some experiences that you would be doing if you were single. But I don't know where I'm going with this. But I mean, that's honestly, you probably are going to think about that in any relationship you get into. Like, Everybody makes a choice, you know? If you decide to be in a relationship, you're obviously going to be missing out on things. If you decide to be single, you're going to be missing out on things if you were, you know, if you had a relationship. So, anyways, like, I don't even know where I'm going with this right now. And this is a terrible podcast, probably, because I'm all over the place. But maybe you're just cleaning your house and listening to me ramble and sound stupid. I don't even know at this point. (laughs) Um, But... I guess my bottom line to, like, everything is that everybody, I mean, everybody has insecurities. You could look at somebody, and they could be, like, a model. They literally could be, like, a model and have all these nice cars and have all these men that want them. And they look like they have a great support system and that their family is amazing. But... You never really know. Everybody is struggling with something. Everybody. Everybody. You know, like, I'm sure some models don't think they're that pretty. Some models probably are suffering eating disorders. You know, like, 
and this is just talking about what ifs, like just everything, like just looking at somebody's life and being like, oh my God, they must have an amazing life. To me, I don't do that because that's just ridiculous way of thinking. Everybody has problems, whether they talk about them or not. You know, we're all human. At the end of the day, we all are going to die and decompose into the ground. Like, we're just, that's, that's it. That's honestly it. Like, that's, that's the tweet. Like, at the end of the day, we're all going to die. Like, and I'm going to say something that my best friend tells me all the time, and it makes me worry a lot less. It makes me stress a lot less. Um, at the end of the day, bitch, we're on a floating rock in, like, in space. We're literally on a floating rock. Do whatever the fuck you want. And that best friend that told me that is Abby Cardi. So, and, like, that's literally, like, my mindset 90% of the time. I feel like either I'm, like, super stressed out or I'm, like, super mellow. (laughs) Like, there's no in between. Either I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I have to get this, this, and this done. Oh, my God, I have to get this, this, and this done by this date and this time and blah, 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 blah. I have bills to pay. and But then the other half of me, I'm like, you know what? First of all, you're on a fucking floating rock. Second of all, we're all going to die. We're just, <laughs> we're all going to die. Like, so, and I guess that's another thing. Like, stop telling yourself you're not productive enough throughout the day. Like, hustle culture is fucking a real thing. Like, it's so annoying sometimes because I find myself doing it where I'm like, I did not get enough done today. Like, oh my god, I could have gotten this homework assignment done. Oh my god, I could have, you know, peed faster. I could have gone to the bathroom faster and I would have saved, like, a millisecond. (laughs) Like, it's like stuff like that, like. Oh, my God. I'm not saying that I literally tell myself, oh, my God, I could have gone to the bathroom faster. But (laughs) that's just an example, you know, like. But bottom of the bottom line, at the end of the day, everybody's life is different. Everybody's journey is different. Insecurities are, you know, your biggest, like, honestly, your biggest war is probably your own mind your own mind like we talk so negative to ourselves and we shouldn't we really shouldn't because if you were to be sitting there in front of your sister your brother your mother and saying the things that you say to yourself about yourself sometimes and you were to repeat them to your siblings or your mom, your dad, whoever, you would recognize that they're not very nice. You would recognize that that's not true, you know, to say it about somebody else. So recognize that the things that you say about yourself aren't true either, you know, like, they're just not. Like, start thinking positively, writing down in a journal every day, how you're feeling, what you're feeling, um, 
take care of your soul. Take care of your soul, guys. That's really, really important. And we're always going to have insecurities. You'll eventually just get over certain ones. I mean, like, when you're an adult, the insecurities that you'll have, you won't realize they're insecurities. But, like, if you live in a suburban neighborhood, oh, my God, Jim next door mowed his lawn. We should mow our lawn. Like, stuff like that. Like, oh, my God, because somebody else is doing it, I need to do it. Like, oh, my God, like, I don't want to be looked at as, like, the bad neighbor whose lawn is overgrown. Like, stuff like that. Like, you're always going to have something. But it's your job to be able to catch it and be able to be like, no, like, that's not. I'm sorry, you just had to hear that. I assume you heard it because a deaf person could hear it. That was super loud and unnecessary. These guys that drive around here in their little yeet yeet trucks. But anyway... That is pretty much all that I wanted to say in this podcast, and it's literally an hour long. I don't know if I'm going to edit it or not. Hopefully I will. If you're watching this, I went for, like, a very neutral look, but it's also full coverage. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and yeah, If you have any suggestions or song suggestions even, like, because I know I mentioned music today. If you have any suggestions on videos, podcasts that you want me to do, please message me on some sort of platform, some sort of social media, and let me know. Um, Song suggestions, too. I'm always looking for new music to listen to. So, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this. Thanks for listening. I love you guys, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.